uh, I always keep saying that uh, we eat like people uh, are supposed to eat. We eat the right way, Ellie. Ellie, look, uh, it is not the right way to eat like this. It is not healthy for for anybody, really. So you are doing it for yourself and for your future. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier and happier life. Happy stories are amazing to share, especially when they are about children. Something that really moves me is when children develop idiopathic arthritis, juvenile idiopathic arthritis, a a, a young person's version of rheumatoid, because to get it at a very young age, obviously uh, sets them up for a lifetime of management of this condition. And it is treated quite often with the same sort of interventions pharmaceutically as the adult rheumatoid arthritis. Well, today, I am really, really excited to bring to this episode a mother and daughter combination who are superstars. Uh, They're based in Slovakia. And in 2016, uh, Stanka's daughter, Ella, developed juvenile idiopathic arthritis. And today we are going to hear from her and her mum about the journey that they have been through. And I can assure you, it is a very, very happy ending. Um, So we are going to go through that now with Stanka, mum, and also Ella, daughter. But Ella's English is uh, uh, so-so. She's learning it at school. She's only nine years old. And her mum is here to do most of the conversation with us. But Ella wanted to join because she is uh, curious and wants to be part of this. After all, it is her story. So, Stanka, Ella, thank you for joining me. Thank you for uh, meeting us. Hello. How are you, Ella? I think she's fine. She's fine, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. little bit embarrassed. <laughs> I understand. I've got a eight-year-old about to turn nine, and, uh, you know, it's a little different when you're talking to big people over internet <laughs> yeah. and so forth. So, um, Stanka, you, um, you've been through a lot. I mean, when parents approach me and they say they have a child with JIA, two things happen. First of all, I think, oh, my, like my heart goes out to them. And second of all, I think, so much work, just so much work needs to go into this. It becomes all consuming. The family has to be completely almost orbiting around the health of the child. There's the medical appointments and and because the child's young, they might not want to eat certain foods that are as healthy as the other choices that the kids are having. They don't understand the connections. And so it's a huge challenge. How much has this consumed you since the diagnosis before we get into the details? Oh, okay. First of all, I lost maybe 15 kilograms 
And I'm, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm really thin person, really high and really thin. So 15 kilograms, everybody keep uh, uh, kept asking me if I have uh, cancer or something. It was really, really hard for me and difficult because uh, my husband wasn't here very much. So I was alone with my parents. Uh, they were a big help for me. We were living uh, with them. But for maybe uh, six or seven months, we were only in the house, in the house, nowhere to go because Ella didn't want to go. It was uh, her joints. Yeah, she was in pain and she was sad and no energy. So we were only sitting on the couch and she was sad. And it was it was really bad because uh, I was uh doing some exercises with her joints and with her with her knees and uh, it was really painful and she was crying and my heart was crying with her but I, I can't cry because uh I have to keep strong as a mother and the diet the diet was not so bad because she was uh 3 years old and we were eating pretty good also before that uh m- m- vegetables and fruits and so on uh, just the gluten and the milk uh were problem because uh, she was used to eat cheese and she really really loved cheese and you know bread and this uh, these things and uh, eggs uh, i was a vegan at the time but she she wasn't vegan uh but she uh never eat meat she didn't uh, like to eat meat at the time so the diet was not so, so problem the problem was that uh she reacted to almost everything really to almost everything so uh our uh diet was very restricted really so so even before we started working together, even before you contacted us and let me know of the situation, she was already on a restricted diet because of food sensitivities. Yes, so- we we tried we tried SCD diet and uh, paleo, everything that you can imagine. Because I was desperate and nothing helped, and then I googled you, and this was the savior for us this was the biggest help now so that people can get a glimpse of where we're going with her transformation uh, i i didn't ask you right away but let's just give us this sort of before and after status tell us in a really really short clip how much she was affected and then compare that to how she is today yeah so her energy was completely down she was pale and she was really hot. She always cried. I wanted to take off my own skin. And she cried it. Yeah, she cried it all day long. And uh, her affected joints were her right uh, knee and her left ankle. They were swollen. So uh, there was pain and there was uh, the swelling. Uh, so this was her main problems. How is she now? Like when she got up this morning, does she have morning stiffness? Does she have inflammation in that knee and ankle? Nothing like this. She's completely healthy. Isn't it? What's it feel like to be able to say that? 
Well, uh, I am always a little bit afraid to say these words because uh, uh, the uh, the fright stay in my heart. I'm always afraid that something uh, will come back. Yes, so and I think I'm that's happy. Wise. <laughs> yes, that's right. You're happy, and you have your grounded. You're grounded in knowledge that that's a it's a uh, autoimmune condition, and yeah. that you know if we do the wrong things, we can trigger inflammation yeah. again. Okay, so uh, is she playing sport? Is she eating more without the food sensitivities now? Is she expanding her diet? Has she got great friends? Is she saying positive things? Uh, so <laughs> um, this is a little bit complicated and uh, long question. Okay, so uh, she uh, was doing ballet. She was a ballet dancer. One <laughs> uh, was uh, really surprised because of her joints, but uh, she has a great mobility, no problem with her joints. So, so uh, she was a ballet dancer for two years, but now she's an artist. She's an artist from the birth. So now no sports, only running and playing with kids outside <laughs> and making silly things because <laughs> she's a funny child. Uh, she's uh, very, very funny and uh, very good to be with. Uh, so no sports at all, but only running and uh, doing arts. She, she can paint very well and she has great friends in school and also here. Uh, not too many, but a pair of good friends. And uh, sometimes she's very sad, uh, mainly because of the diet, because uh, nobody, nobody understands why she's not eating uh, chocolates and sweets and so on on the birthday parties. And we always are taking our own food. So this is the main concern of her, uh, that we are eating uh, some something other and sometimes uh, she cries and tell me mommy why are we eating like this i want to be normal so but this can be expected what else did you have any other question and uh and other than the other than the frustration sometimes with the diet and i can tell her that it's similar for us adults as well eating a restricted way you know i um was out just then and uh, before this interview and took the kids and uh, sometimes I'll let them, the kids have some French fries, you know, when we're out. But, uh, you know, I'm looking at those things. I, I used to enjoy eating those things, you know, those, those, those fries look good. And I can apply with that, that adult kind of experience and I can reflect on the direct impact that those sort of foods had on me. But as a child, you're relying on the trust of of your mum or your dad uh, to uh, to 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 tell you, and you can't remember that connection. So it is it is difficult. And Ella, as you get bigger, um, you'll start to maybe uh, I, I don't know I don't know maybe start to get used to it a little bit more and miss the other foods a little bit less but it it will it will always be a challenge let's not let's not uh make light of it um and this is where some people you know want to like many adults will walk into the rheumatologist and say 
Give me the very best drugs you possibly can. I don't care what the side effects are because I love eating a Western diet. I just love ice cream or whatever. And so the three of us here in this little conversation, we are in a different boat where we're making choices to optimize our health so that we are, you know, able to control symptoms. And it it has its challenges, doesn't it? Yes. The funny thing is that uh, she healed me. I was very sick. My gut was really, I, I had leaky gut. I didn't know about it, but my uh, my stomach was always hurting and uh, I was too skinny and I was not well. I, have, I had allergies and asthma and something like this, everything you can imagine. And I started to eat like Ella and I'm healthy now. So, so <laughs> that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and so you were vegan but you still had these issues so um, you were yes, eating a, eating some processed vegan yeah foods. yeah I, yeah I I was eating really much processed foods in that time yeah and I remember you asked if uh her diet is uh restricted like uh right now no she's eating pretty normal uh we can in, uh, eat in the restaurant where they use oil no problem no problem for her uh we are eating a uh, vegan but she tasted meat maybe three times because uh, she really wanted to and i i was thinking that maybe it is it is good for her to try and maybe she she will tell me that okay i don't want it and and this is the case she she doesn't want to eat meat so so that's okay but the effect was okay nothing nothing happened so she's eating pretty normal right now vegan but pretty normal i'm not cooking on oil at home uh, but uh, sometimes when we are in restaurant uh, she's okay so i just want to like uh, remind our audience who might be uh, uh, maybe aren't seeing the monumental transformation that has happened with her and the degree of rarity of which this happens. I'm curious to hear what was recommended to her specifically by the rheumatologist when she first presented with this condition and what the rheumatologist says now. Okay, so uh, the first thing uh, was to use some anti-inflammatory drugs. And then if after a week it is not better, then to use, uh, to inject corticosteroids to her joints under anesthesia, which was really frightening for me. And then if this uh, do not happen, uh, do not help. So uh, metotrexate. So this was the suggestion. I was not sure about this because he told us that it is maybe 40% uh, chance that it will help. And it was not enough for me to put her under anesthesia and uh, give her these drugs that really affect your whole body. So uh, I was keep, uh, keeping to give uh, him, it was a man, uh, questions like, you know, her gut is not healthy. Uh, can this be the reason she's, uh, she's really uh, 
her belly is always in pain from the birth. She's crying that her belly hurts. Can this be the reason? And he always said to me, no, no, she has no celiac disease. Her gut is healthy. <laughs> so uh, in that time, I, I already knew uh, very much about the gut health. And I knew that, that it can be the reason. So I told him that, sorry, uh, can I have maybe two, three months to try something else, uh, herbs and diet? And he said, no, if you do not want to uh, give her this treatment that I suggested, go away and never come back. So this was our rheumatologist and we tried another, but it was always the same. So you haven't taken her to a rheumatologist in several years? No, we are just uh, going to our perfect pediatrician that is um, that is just perfect. And uh, she told us, okay, she's growing, she's gaining weight, she's healthy, her blood tests are completely perfect. So I don't know what to tell you. You are perfect and she's uh, she's healthy. So keep going. So we have this perfect pediatrician with us. Good, good. Um, yes, some rheumatologists can be like that and some can be like the one that I've had for 17 years, um, which has always been accommodating to my bizarre, you know, requests of, of um pausing this and testing this and everything so you know if you find the right one then it can be you know it can be much more smooth um that's not to go so far as to say that they understand the science between diet and inflammation but uh look we do our best with this show to share as much of that as we can so that as patients we know that it exists and we know what to do and let the doctor do the great work that they that they can around the uh, pharmaceuticals, the imaging, the blood work, the you know all of the analytical work. So, with that, you know, uh, we I did mention at the top of the show because you told me just before we started that she'd had a setback with COVID. Now this is happening a lot to adults as well. We're seeing a uh, the COVID symptoms creating. Sorry, the COVID. Uh, disease causing some symptoms to re reignite with RA patients. What did you do when this happened? How long did it take for her to recover? And was it a complete recovery? Okay, so, so her COVID started uh, with Ella keeping saying, oh, my knee hurts. Mommy, my knee hurts. And uh, She's telling uh, me sometimes, uh, sometimes that her knee hurts, but it is only because uh, her knee is not uh, in a best position. After uh, the swelling went down, her knee uh, stayed in a not perfect position. And sometimes when she's running, uh, it is affected. So sometimes it hurts, but uh, she's uh, doing some... Uh, exercises for it and she's uh, getting better and better each day uh, so I thought maybe it is only this because she was playing with her friends but no <laughs> it was COVID and it uh, hit her pretty hard uh, fevers and 
uh, stomach. It really affected uh, most her gut and stomach. It was really bad. She was vomiting and uh, maybe for a month she was not feeling good and uh, the food was uh, trying to get back in her mouth when she was eating something. So so this was really bad and it uh, it stayed with her for a month. But the knee stopped hurting maybe after a week. Uh, and then we made a complete blood test uh, with her pediatrician. Uh, she suggested it and everything was completely perfect. She said she never, never have seen some, uh, this, this perfect blood test in a child. But her ANA uh, antibodies were, uh, were high again and they were low before COVID. So this is the only thing. And uh, we had COVID again in December. <laughs> so so now it is high again. So I hope it will go down. Mm. Yes, it uh, it's one additional variable that we all have to defend against, isn't it? Um, so it'd be interesting to see whether or not those antibodies slowly drop back down again with time. And it's good that she's physically active. What I the research I've done on COVID, the the most or well, one of the impactful aspects of developing COVID is that it significantly increases oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is something that's really associated with RA symptoms. And so the solution for getting oxidative stress back under control. It is for healthy people to become more physically fit and active. Uh, the process of exercise creates a very, very micro oxidative load on the body and the body then through adaptation develops more intracellular antioxidants, which are the ones that we need to combat oxidative stress. So as we become fitter and fitter, we can lower our oxidative stress, but it's a balance because when you're lethargic and you've got maybe even long-term COVID symptoms, exercise, it's not something that's on high on your priority list, but it is, in my view, one of the most powerful ways to get out of that situation. And we just need to do baby steps. As Dr. Clapper says, just walk to the next tree on each day, you know, and we just want to take that and build and build and build and build and build to become fit again. So it's good that she's running and, and active and uh, and hopefully we'll see those numbers come back down. Now, we have completely omitted talking about yet what she actually did. And if anyone's watching this and it's the first podcast of mine they've ever watched, they'll be like, why the heck haven't they told us what she actually did? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? of course. Right? Um, and I apologize if this is your first time watching these episodes. <laughs> In a way, I it's my it's my bad because it's kind of assumed. We have a program uh that uh was evolved under the name the Patterson program, and it's been put under an umbrella now called Rheumatoid Solutions System because it's far more than a diet, but the diet's really important. Let's talk about what she ate because it wasn't designed for children. You and I had this conversation 
back when she was first diagnosed? Mm-hmm. How did you modify it? What were the ups and downs, the challenges, particularly in case other parents with a child in same position right now, and they want to know everything? Tell us, please. Yeah, of course. I want to help uh, anybody that needs it. Uh, some parents here in Slovakia uh, uh, search uh, my name, and I don't know uh, where they know from that I uh, that I have Ella and we came through this path. But they contacted me, and I was able to help their children. We have we have three Slovakian children without medication, only with your program. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really a pity that you don't have some, uh, you doesn't have some book or something that we can translate to Slovak language because uh, I was so desperate to help these children and it really worked. We we were just speaking. So, so <laughs> what Ella did eat? Uh, Ella was reacting to almost everything you had in your uh, program. So it was really, really difficult. Uh, We were on quinoa. Quinoa was the main dish for us. Uh, Then salads, only a green leaves. Uh, Beet, uh, beet, this was our main dish. And uh, broccoli, zucchini, cucumber, carrots spinach and this was it uh, she she can uh, she uh, could eat also apples and bananas and hemp seeds but maybe nothing else the first months we were only on this wow. she, she, uh, potatoes sweet potatoes tomatoes amaranth back with nothing nothing she really felt hot uh, after it and want to uh, take off her skin when she ate back with because it is really heating so uh so this was it but we were drinking green smoothies every day and i always try to give there a little bit of celery <laughs> because she didn't really like it <laughs> but always apple celery cucumber every day and i think this really helped her and the pretty interesting thing was that I can I could give her this diet and everything, and uh, it stopped being worse. Uh, from the day one of your pro- program, uh, no other joints were inflammated. Uh, that was pretty awesome because till this day, uh, everything was worse and worse and worse every day. So it stopped, but until one pretty wise lady told me, keep her happy, keep her happy, do anything to keep her happy. Uh, She was not doing uh, completely better. So I I started to keep her happy. (laughs) We were going out, we were running, we were playing, we we buy a little swimming pool that you give to your living room. It's from gum and uh, you give these balls to it, many, many balls, plastic balls, and she was playing with it and she was so happy. I have one uh, photo of her in these balls, plastic balls, colorful, and she was so happy. And then it started to go better. From day to day, her joints started to uh, be better. 
and she was taking enzymes. Uh, yeah, I I really saw the difference when she was taking uh, enzymes before every big meal she had uh, probiotics, but uh, only uh, lactobacillus, nothing else, because some probi- probiotics may made her worse. So only this, and that's it. That's it. Mm. It's good that she was able to eat some of the hemp seeds to go along with the other foods that you mentioned because there wasn't a lot of calories in there. And even quinoa is fairly calorie sparse. And so she would have had to eat quite a lot of foods. And great that she could eat the bananas. So there's a little bit of fat in bananas. There's a you know a little bit of starch, enough energy coming through if you eat a lot of the quinoa. Um, and then the hemp seeds provide uh, a little bump as well. But, um, you know, it's great that she could have the smoothies. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, that would have been tough. And uh, is this why also you lost quite a lot of weight at that time too? Because if you were only eating those foods too, as an adult, that's probably not meeting enough calorie requirement. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, it, it was uh, definitely the reason, but the main reason was the stress. I was so stressed. Uh, I didn't have any appetite. I want just her to be good and healthy. And I was stressed, too stressed. I, I know. I remember, you know, you and I have communicated over the years multiple times before you began, which I always tell JIA parents, this is not an out-of-the-box uh, under-18 program. This is an over-18 program because you know of all the things we mentioned earlier about you know uh just uh compliance interest understanding uh, it's just there's so many different reasons why and yeah it's uh it always requires a, a modification approach and interviews like this we've collected because we've had some others over the years a uh, little boy called Cole. Um, he's uh, he's uh, been a superstar over the years with 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 him. Um, there are some others as well, and so these collections we put together. And so when parents contact us, what I say to parents with a child with inflammation is, watch these interviews. Here is the adult version. Make sure they eat their calorie requirements each day, and make their plan more diverse and easier for the child based on the collection of knowledge of the interviews, the program, the adult version, and those guidelines, and consult with your rheumatologist. So, because we don't want any people who are far less sort of, you know, intelligent than yourself and your family, just thinking that people can live off those foods forever or thinking that they can throw away their medications. It's not like that at all. A lot of really common sense care and medical observation needs to go into to this. So uh, that's, that's important. And this is why, you know, we put these interviews together and I'm grateful for you to sharing so that others can learn. Yeah. Yeah. So how when she started to get some pain reduction did she then start to spend less time wanting to be on the couch and with the happiness that you were adding to her life did she then become more physically active and and how did that evolve yes yes with the pain reduction came some walks outside 
we we have really pretty a park right here in our village so uh, she suddenly started to want to go out and it was so nice for me after six months at home uh, so yes it was a big change uh, she wanted some friends she didn't have any at the time no friends so uh, so we were going around our village and we were trying to find friends and we were successful so we we found friends and uh, then she was uh, playing like a normal child and we found such great friends that they understood what we are doing and they always prepared for her some vegetables and fruits and so that was so nice yes it definitely changed and she uh, at that time she started to be a ballet dancer so she started she started to be, be a ballet dancer even when she had one joint not perfect at the time. So, yes. And did the ballet aggravate the joint? Yeah, the mobility was definitely better after that, but uh, the joint stayed okay. It was not worse. It was not worse uh, because of the ballet. I think that's a really important point for people to hear, and I didn't know the answer before. I just guessed that that would be the case. Because generally adults are far more concerned about stirring up their joints and they use that as a strong justification for doing maybe less exercise than what would be helpful. And what the science shows is that everyone benefits when they exercise more and that it's crucial for joint health. Because whilst the source of the problem is coming from the gut, the joints are being affected. We must target the joint health directly through movement. Yeah, we were practicing with the joints, uh, exercising with the joints uh, every day, maybe six times a day. I was was doing some exercises and it really helped. It helped tremendously, really. Yes. Um, What else would you like to share from this experience that you feel would benefit others with a child with inflammatory arthritis? Uh, Definitely one thing. Uh, It was difficult for us and very difficult because our daddy didn't want to change his diet because of us. He was not able. He really eats uh, much meat. And so it was difficult. And for Ella, this was a really big problem because I changed my diet, but she she saw daddy eating something else. And she kept asking me why. So um, I really want to tell other parents, please, please change your diet because of your child. Maybe only for a few months, but do it for for the child really it is so important to uh the child will be more secure and really uh she or he will know okay daddy and mommy are doing it will with me it, it will be fun okay we are cooking and so on so uh this is very important i think and don't be afraid and don't forget about yourselves because when i was stressed ella was stressed too so uh, do some meditation or anything 
but try to stay calm and happy for your child and don't be afraid uh, to be, to eat uh, something else like others that you are you are pretty normal you are uh, i always keep saying that uh, we eat like people uh, are supposed to eat we eat the right way ellie ellie look uh, it is not the right way to eat like this it is not healthy for for anybody really so you are doing it for yourself and for your future and uh, she is intelligent so uh, it's okay in our family but i can imagine that uh, for another child it can be pretty challenging that uh, when someone was used to eat chips and uh, i don't know hamburgers and hot dogs and something like this so uh okay i can imagine but uh i keep telling the child that it is good for him and, and uh it can prevent uh some illnesses in his or her future yeah yeah it's very very wise words and uh it it uh it it'll remain a challenge until eventually she kind of gets to the age where she can say i got this you know yep mum i understand and as she's old enough to look at some simpler scientific studies i know that sounds like a long way away but but you know the evidence is there you are 100% correct a whole foods plant-based diet is linked with longevity reduced risk of all sorts of diseases not just rheumatoid arthritis it is a way that our body is configured to consume things that we put in our mouth and the the majority of folks are eating in a way that is more risk encouraging for disease and so whilst a lot of people can get away with it a lot of people can't and when ella myself our community of people with adult rheumatoid arthritis when we get slack and eat like them we feel worse and so it is discipline versus regret you know and uh, right now you've got the discipline applied hopefully when she's old enough she will a self discipline and uh she will continue to you know live a tremendous healthy and and pain free life so that's the goal right that's what we want yeah, i hope so <laughs> yeah so is there anything else you'd like to share because you know i i uh i wouldn't want to leave something that we didn't cover i'm thinking about it but uh maybe only one thing uh one lady we went to some private clinic when the rheumatologist uh, told us to go away and they gave us a uh, peptides it's something like stem cells uh, that that are um uh, helping your your uh your own cells to become healthy again so they gave us something like this for her gut and for her immunity and i think it really helps too uh it was pretty fantastic to see when the joints uh, the swelling was away uh that her joints uh, st- uh, was really stiff and i really couldn't to exercise with them they were they were stiff and uh, we gave her the stem cells for mobility for the joints and after 3 days 
she climbed the stairs alone and she was running and uh, the joints were no, no more stiff. So I think this is really interesting, uh, at least for me. Totally. And I want to know a little bit more about it. So were the stem cells taken from her own blood and were they in? No, no tell, no. tell me what happened. Uh, it is from rabbit, from the organs of a rabbit, uh, because they told me that it is pretty uh, the same as ours. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it. <laughs> uh, so it is from rabbit and you can inject it. But in Slovakia, it is forbidden to inject it to people, only to animals. Uh, so uh, we were giving it uh, only through the mouth. It's a uh, small liquid. Something like this, and every day, and it helped. It helped. I could see that it is helping every day. Mm. And was that something that went on for a long time? No, uh, she uh, she was taking it maybe uh, two months for the gut, two months for the immunity, and two months for the joints. Nothing else. Goodness, I've never heard of anything like this. This is something that is literally the first time I've ever heard of. So this perfect, really. It's stem cell liquid treatment taken from rabbits that you consume orally for two months. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, if anyone has questions about this, I do not have answers. Please don't contact me about this. I don't know <laughs> what to say. So uh, did you want to share a website with people if inter if interested to say where you where you which clinic you went to or would you uh yeah i can uh the clinic uh is uh, isn't open i think it it, it is closed after really? these years but the product is called biopulse uh oh, and yeah. the company that is making it is from slovakia and it is called Vethem, V, V E T, uh, C H, E, M, Vethem, yeah. Dot S K. Okay. So this is the I can uh, I can write it for you and maybe you can share it then in the discussion or something. Oh, so this yeah. bioprocess is really unique. I I haven't found anything like this in Europe at all right. mm. so okay. i don't know but maybe uh it was supposed uh, to for ella <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and so she hasn't taken that since it's not something you've had to even consider for several years correct no no yes correct sometimes uh right now after covid uh, i gave her uh the one for immunity for two weeks uh, and I had been uh, healing my heart because after COVID, I uh, had inf inflammated heart. So they ha they have also for heart. So the it really healed my heart without any medication. It is really mm. strong. It was like a heartburn, did you? Were you getting sort of from like, is that what you had? Uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't you, understand. You said your heart was inflamed? Yeah, my heart. Huh. Inflammation of the heart, not yes. heartburn, not heartburn. Like no, 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 heart, yes. Right, okay, all right. Well, 
Um, is that something you've, we're getting off track a little bit, but is that <laughs> something that you've had for a long time or? Uh, no, no, no. It was only right. after COVID. Oh, right. Gotcha. COVID stirred that up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. All right. Well, let's recap here. So Ella was diagnosed in 2016 with rheumatoid arthritis. She was suggested to take uh, Nurofen, ibuprofen, and then to go on to steroid in, to get steroid injections into her joints and then to go on methotrexate. Mum Stanker said, I want some time to think about it. Saw some other rheumatologists who only insisted do that or don't come back. She followed the Patterson program with modifications because it's not designed for children. And she uh, aimed to make it more diverse. And we had discussions around that, which anyone should do because it's not an out of the box for children. And then she also added lots of happiness strategies on top of that, as well as this this funky mixture that's Slovakian based um, of three different sort of immune uh, and the uh, the gut uh, and something else that uh, you mentioned. Um, and those mixtures, which were taken for three months, helped alongside also therapeutic movement of the joints uh, at first just by hand. Mum was doing them by hand and then later getting her outside walking uh, and then getting her into eventually ballet, which did not stir up the affected joints. And now she is running again, has no symptoms. Uh, she had one setback during COVID, um, but is now, apart from having the elevated uh, ANA antibodies again, um, symptom-free and blood tests look as good as the doctor's ever seen. Uh, so it's a pretty remarkable story. And Thank you very much for coming on here and sharing. And I know that you're a tremendous mum and you've contacted me over the years when, you know, something not quite right and, you know, you're you, you're aiming always for perfection. So I just want to say congratulations to you, mum, for all that you've done to get your daughter into this circumstance right now because it is all in. There's no half-hearted effort when a child has JIA. It is all in, and uh, I can't imagine anyone could have had more commitment to their daughter than what you have. So well done. You need a huge pat on the back. Thank you, Clint, for saving my daughter's life, literally. Thank you for being there for me. It really meant so, and it, it really means so much for me. Thank you. Mm, well, thank you. And is, is Ella there for us just to say goodbye? Ella ran away. <laughs> right now. It's beautiful words to hear. She ran away, right? Yeah, not yeah, limping out the door. Really. Not not yeah. not lying on the couch, but she got up and she ran away. And that's all we could ask for. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Stanker. And and please uh thank Ella for me and uh Let's stay on. I want to. I want to. Once we hit uh, end here, I just want to stay on for, with you to to uh, to thank you once more privately. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.